Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's fun, it's entertaining, and it's easy. We're cleaning out the sound fridge. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. As we record this, Jack is not working. He's at home, sick as hell with the Chinese bat fever, the Fauci flu, the number one export of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. We certainly hope he recovers, but my throat is tired. And uh, the, the folks, Katie and Michael and Mike, Hanson have done a great job assembling all sorts of good and entertaining audio, and I hate to let it go to waste. So let's clean out the sound fridge. And I'll clean out the sound fridge. Thank, thanks, Metal Guy. Uh, and I get to, uh, to rest my voice. So um, here is a young woman explaining. Well, I think it's, it's self-explanatory clip, too, isn't it, Michael? Yeah, I think so. But, but okay, yeah, roll play it. it and we'll, yeah. This is a PSA for everyone in a happy relationship right now. The Instagram thing is real. I just got out of a two-year relationship. He always told me not to worry about Instagram. He doesn't go on it much, so that's why he's never posted me. You know, you don't want to be high maintenance. You know, you forget about it for two years. And I don't even think I was in his stories. And if I was, I wasn't like the main character of the story. So basically, I'm here to validate you to overreact if he's not posting you on his Instagram. Okay, that's a sign. That's a sign. <laughs> no, it's not. That's... We graduated high school a long time ago. All right. I don't know how all this crap works. Relationships are complicated enough without social freaking media. Oh, let's see. Although, you know, I I, kind of get what she's saying. I mean, if somebody's really an important part of your life, they're going to pop up. Right. On your Instagram feed, just unavoidably, right? 
you would think, but I mean, if it, there's so many things that could have been going on with that person that they could have a themed Instagram page. Maybe all he does is post his car stuff. I don't know that I've, I don't buy the whole social media in it and relationships. It ruins it. You know, what's funny is a number of years ago, my daughter, who is now soon to be 24 uh, next month, eh, she was probably 20 and she was in college in a sorority and everything. And, and I asked something about posting something on her Instagram page. And she said, Dad, my Instagram page is carefully curated. And I used to make fun of her for that, for saying that. Um, are you going to post that on your carefully curated Instagram page? <laughs> but, but now I get it because employers, law enforcement, all sorts of stalkers, whatever, mm-hmm. they look at that stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and sh- she was smart. So... Hey, you did a good um, job, Pops. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Uh, <laughs> your results may vary. Mine certainly have. Uh, let's see. Okay, this is... Um, uh, where is it? Oh, this is... Uh, do you know who this is in clip number six, Michael? Just some would-be uh, helper online? I think it's just some would-be helper. All right, these are tips for not losing your luggage, apparently. Go ahead. I will continue to put air tags in any piece of luggage that I check in. I'm going to be taking photos of my luggage open right before I close it, as well as pictures of the bag itself. When I was updating my missing bag file, there was an opportunity to upload photos of anything that could be helpful for them to locate your bag, and photos like that would have been helpful. Because if your bag tag is ripped off, when they open your suitcase, they can compare it to the picture you took before your trip and identify it as yours. I will also be getting luggage tags to put on the outside of my bags when I fly. I was traveling for a wedding and I was a bridesmaid and thank God I had my dress and shoes on me because that would have been a really bad situation if I didn't for the wedding. Hmm. Wow, those are all good tips. She forgot Air one. Tags. She said make, she she didn't say not to get on a flight with uh, Biden's nuclear waste guru. Oh, the luggage thief. <laughs> yeah, the non-binary kleptomaniac freakazoid. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, those are good tips. Those air tags are not that expensive. Um, taking a picture of the inside and outside of your—I mean, that's getting a little paranoid. But gosh, I guess there are enough problems with luggage these days. It take you a minute, right? Um, yeah, you can get a four pack of those air tags for twenty-three bucks on Amazon right now. Oh, that's free. Yeah. Oh, I gotta get those. Yeah, wow. All right. Thanks for the heads up. And is that, that's an Apple product, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you need uh, like an iPhone to use it? I'm, I'm assuming there's an app. Yeah, I'm seeing there's an app that goes with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm sure it can be used with other buyer beer where you figure it out. What am I over here? Um, I'm, I'm, I couldn't work at the Genius Bar for multiple reasons. Uh, let's see. Oh, this kind of went viral. It happened last year, but it's gone viral again. This is a, a reporter, Gene Kang, for KTLA TV. Katie, do we need to know anything about this, or is it? He's he's doing a man on the street talking about how dangerous this particular intersection is. Fire it up, Michael. The Hoover Street here. Officials say it's one of the most dangerous streets in all of Los Angeles, and now. Yeah, just more evidence as to how scary it is here on Hoover Street. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like something out of a movie. 
mid-sentence about how dangerous the street is, and there's like a wreck or a race or something. Yeah, this car comes out of nowhere, T-bones a passing vehicle, and then runs. It was a hit and run. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh at their misfortune, but the the audio is just gold. Yeah. Oh, his reactions are priceless. Oh my God! What the? And, and then it's so more evidence that uh, no, dude, Try it's okay to live. be you. It's okay to say, "Holy cow, we're here reporting on how dangerous it is." There's just been a hit and run accident. No, he did because. And I don't want to mock the guy, but uh, I'm a mocker. That's 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 TV news people. Oh he my just God! They couldn't couldn't break the mold for three seconds. Oh. <laughs> they they wouldn't have a creative bone in their body if they got it transplanted. It would immediately die in them. Let's run that again. Enjoy his reactions there, Michael. Hoover Street here. Officials say it's one of the most dangerous streets in all of Los Angeles. And now... Yeah, just more evidence as to how scary it is here on Hoover Street. <laughs> You know, uh, yes, and back to you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the more I think about it, I mean, the fact that it occurred at that moment is amazing and hilarious and, and unbelievable. But his news reporter reaction to it is so dopey. Just more evidence that uh, <laughs> he had a golden moment. Ass. He had a golden moment. Oh, he yeah. Just, oh, you can see how dangerous this intersection is, Jack. <laughs> back to you. Okay. At the AccuWeather desk. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. God. You know, you know, and a part of this bitterness is my bitterness. Is it showing? Uh, I remember early in in our careers, uh, Gladys, you work the podcast still, right, Gladys? Okay, cool. Um, when Jack and I were just starting out in Wichita, Kansas, um, and not making much money at all, but it was fine. It worked out fine. But um, we became aware immediately because that was the first market we worked in that was big enough that it had its own news stations. Working in small town America for a couple of years, um, you know, they just take the news from the big town 30 or 150 miles away or whatever. So anyway, we became aware that the TV people held radio people in contempt. <laughs> that we were the lowest rung of media, pathetic. We weren't making money. We were not beautiful. And uh, and uh, they would barely even say hello to you. It was like the caste system in India. We were the untouchables. I mean, they were so superior. And with some exceptions, I've met some TV people who are very clever and, and terrific folks. But with very few exceptions, they're utterly uncreative dopes. I mean, they're of average intelligence, but they're square-jawed, perky-breasted. They got bright white teeth and, and, and blue eyes, and they read clearly, mm-hmm. which is not nothing, but it ain't that impressive. I can totally, I, and, I so feel you with that, the way that they look kind of at radio people. I don't know what that's about, but I'll never forget with one of my first radio jobs, I had wandered up to the television floor because, oh, hey, thank you, Gladys, up to the television floor where some of the sales folks were. And I had passed one of the anchors, and right as she walked by me, she was talking to her coworker, and she went, ugh, I have to go down to the radio floor. <laughs> it was like, whoa! <laughs> oh, going down to the dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's beautiful. And as I am an uh, unassuming Midwestern boy, I certainly will not talk about money 
Uh, but if there's a single TV news reporter in the world who wants to show me theirs and I'll show you mine, uh, I would be happy to do that. Anyway, moving along. I think they, I consider, mean... they consider us just above, but puppeteers maybe? Yeah, <laughs> totally. I think that's accurate, yeah. And I'm not talking about my genitalia, by the way, just to make that infinitely clear. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, and this is a bit more uh, topical than we generally do on the podcast, but the the great, and Jack is so excited about this, uh, and I'm not, nobody tell him because he's sick, he's already down, but that Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg thing, they're not going to fight. For the following reasons, let's let's run uh, ten, Michael. Then we'll uh, then I'll set up eleven. Go ahead. After a lot of verbal jousting over the weekend, you know what? The I'm sorry. Can you, a... can you stop that? It occurs to me the better way to do it is let's run eleven. The clip that we did during the radio show. Go ahead and run eleven, and then I'll set up ten. 
But if the battle of billionaires actually goes ahead, here's how they would match up. Zuckerberg coming in at an estimated five foot seven, around 154 pounds. The 39-year-old is worth around $110 billion and, oh, by the way, has a blue belt in jujitsu. In the other corner, as you can see, Elon Musk reportedly six foot one, 187 pounds or thereabouts, 52 and admittedly not in fighting shape. But his wealth doubles that of Zuckerberg, which, of course, counts for absolutely nothing. Nothing in the ring. I love that report from Ashley Webster on Fox News. Uh, so just as a physical matchup, as I said during the radio show, very intriguing. You have a spry little fella in Zuckerberg trained in the grappling arts. But then you have a much bigger man who's also 13 years older in Musk. If he were to train for a few months, Size is underrated in fighting. Now, we've all seen the YouTube videos of some big, fat lummox getting used by somebody who actually knows what they're doing. But if you can bull rush somebody and take them down as a big guy, often that's all that needs to happen. And that skilled guy never gets a chance to unleash his skills. Katie, uh, your impressions of a Elon versus Mark Zuckerberg bout? I think it would be a good I think it would be a good matchup. I'm reading that the, the jujitsu belt, the blue belt is the medium rank. So it's the second okay. adult rank available. So he's he's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think it would just be fun to watch. Like, like Jack says, I would pay an exceptional amount of money to watch this fight. You know, I have a, I have a weird tangent I want to go off on. My daughter's bow is a sweet guy, really nice guy. Um, and a really a good human being, and I'm, I'm quite fond of them. You know, their relationship is entirely their business. I stay out of it. If anybody asks for advice, I give it, but I never try to steer my adult kids' lives. Um, but if they were to stay together, that would be perfectly fine with me. I had no idea until I think my daughter mentioned it. He was an advanced, advanced jujitsu fighter. He would do competitive bouts and stuff like that, and I never would have guessed that about him. Um, I found that really interesting. I have a golf buddy um, who is an accountant, I believe, or something like that. Um, and and he's a quiet guy, kind of unassuming, good, good sense of humor and all, good player, by the way. Um, but somebody mentioned to me offhand uh, one day that his hobby is remote daredevil helicopter skiing. <laughs> He gets dropped off like at the top of triple diamond slopes and he takes them on and then they helicopter him out. And I'm like, my buddy, the accountant, the mild mannered dude, that's what he does for fun. He's an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually run into a couple of people who do that. I never would have guessed. Um, and then there was a gal who used to work at the radio ranch, another mild, unassuming, pleasant person. But And I don't want to be hurtful, but I think you know what I'm talking about when I say she, she struck me as a, a person whose hobby might be, you know, playing canasta or something. And I okay. picked something my wife does, and she enjoys it, and it's a fun time to talk with her friends, but it's kind of, you know, calm and nice and pleasant and the rest of it. Yeah, she's mellow. No, her, her hobby with her husband was they designed and fought... Those killer robots. What do you call that? 
when you have the one with the saw against the one with the hammer? Oh, I'm, what what I'm is not that sure. called? Battlebots? Battle I think yeah. so. Battlebots. Yeah. yeah, that was her hobby. And once I found that out, I asked her all sorts of questions. Turned out she was just interesting as hell. And part of the reason that popped in on my mind is, um, you know, I'm an avid golfer. I live in what you might call a golf community and all. And uh, it, it has a, a range of ages, but includes a fair number of people who are on in life. And, and a guy, a couple of people have passed away in the last six months or so. And they have their obituary that they send out like in a newsletter. And it's inevitable. These people were amazing, had incredible lives with great experiences, unique experiences, and I would have loved to have talked to them about it, but you'd never have any idea until they die. And that sucks. And, and you know, I don't advocate, like, people walking around with a big placard around their neck explaining their interests and hobbies and why they're interesting and where they've lived and whatever God, that else. That would really help out, though, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be cool, though? That would be great. You might pass somebody like in a mall or what? Nobody goes to the mall anymore. You might pass somebody on the street and it would catch your eye that, whoa, you grew up in the same town as me 2,000 miles from here. Yeah, and it turns out you grew up a block apart or whatever. Maybe you got the same hobby. Maybe you both build battle bots or, yeah. or what have you. That would help so much in starting conversations where you just don't know what to talk with, talk to the person about, you know. Well, and I've, I've had the experience because that's absolutely true. Um, but looking at those obituaries, I've had a, 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 a couple of times I've had the same thought. I got cheated not knowing this person was that sort of person that had those experiences. I would have loved to have talked to them. Now, somebody more social than me might say, well, dude, that's why you engage with people and you talk to them and you find out what they're about. Katie, you're making your bad smell face. Nah, because that's a lot of work. Yeah, and you're either the sort of person that finds that fun and easy, or you're the sort of person who finds that dreadful and or terrifying. Oh, my my beautiful mother, she can talk to anyone. Oh, anyone. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I did not get that gene. I want these t-shirts because then you can also look at them and see somebody and go, nope. Not a chance. Not talking <laughs> to you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was an extended tangent. But to get back to the Zuckerberg, uh, Elon Musk thing, uh, I, I decided to flip the order of those clips because that tale of the tape stuff was fun. This clip ruins it. Well, Number 10. Oh. Are you listening, Michael? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, busted. The hell, dude? Uh, no, no, no. I'm listening. No, you're not, you liar. Run clip 10, you lying liar. <laughs> oh, all right. After a lot of verbal jousting over the weekend, the prospect of a Musk versus Zuckerberg cage match may have to wait for just a little while. Musk says he needs surgery on his neck and back, and we'll give an update on that later in the week. Even though earlier he had posted this on his social media site X, saying, quote, Zuck versus Musk fight will be live streamed on X. All proceeds will go to charity for veterans. Zuckerberg snarkily responded on his own app thread saying, shouldn't we use a more reliable platform that can actually raise money for charity? That's when Musk fired back. Shouldn't you focus on not letting your app die? Referring to threads. So far, yeah, it's all words, no action. <laughs> that battle is of the a, nerds. <laughs> that is a great verbal battle of the nerds right there. But uh, how much does Hanson hate it when he has to bleep this stuff, Michael? 
Uh, it's not a big deal. Okay, all right. Then I'm going to say it. There's no fucking way this fight takes place. If Elon Musk has to get neck and back surgery, then he's going to consent to get himself twisted and punched in the face? Not a chance. Post-surgery? Not a chance. Not for years. That would be idiotic. So, I don't know. How about the two of them sit down and just throw verbal shit at each other back and forth? (laughs) I would love that. To raise money for veterans. Just an insult-a-thon. I'd, I'd sign up for that. I'd watch oh, that. Oh, absolutely. And live stream it so you could have way more people watching it online. It would be beautiful. All right, Michael. I'm sorry I yelled at you. I have anger issues if you'd like to end <laughs> no, the podcast. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> He's tired. I was actually thinking about uh, how much I would pay for – that's what I was doing. Uh, what Would I pay for this pay-per-view event? I think $100 maybe. Well, we could go in together. We could get together and have a big party. Uh, speaking of social engagements, that would make Jack very nervous. Uh, <laughs> anyway, wrap this thing up, would you? Well, I guess that's it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.